Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. You can text us at 630-630. It's 135 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We're going to get to some West Lock Ford text momentarily. Then we'll hear from Todd McClellan, Connor McDavid, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The Fizzler says, Bob, the Battle of Alberta is always a tough one for me. I love to see the Oilers lose, especially when they pan the camera to see the big wig press box, and you can see the humiliation on the faces of the old boys. Well, that's the fizzler for you. However, growing up in northern Alberta, I have an ingrained hatred of the Calgary Flames. It's a real catch-22 for you, uh, or for me, says uh, the fizzler. Well, fizzler, uh, Oilers won seven straight, so I guess you've gone through some challenging times. You can text us at 630-630, tweet us at Oilers Now, email us, Oilers Now, at uh, 630chad.com. Some interesting perspectives on Eric Franson's appearances. Out of Brooks, Alberta, Eric Francis, great guest. Out of Killam, Alberta, Eric is a clown, thinking that Matthew Kachuk is the heartbeat of the Flames. He's a 20-year-old Sean Avery bum. Plays nothing like his uh, dad did. That text comes to us from Killam. I got to tell you, I was not a Sean Avery fan. I get... uh, Frustrated at times watching Matthew Kachuk play as as an Oiler broadcaster, but I will say this, okay? Matthew Kachuk's a heck of a player. He is a good hockey player. I don't think there's any question. Another text out of Edmonton says, Bob, nope. Uh, the Flames will get their new building when the Olympics goes to Calgary. Barb, sees, Barb says, Bob, I think the Flames are headed to Seattle. Just watch and see. Well, Barb, Seattle's going to get an expansion franchise. It's already on its way. Topher says, Bob, outside of the NDP haze that perpetually hangs over Edmonton, things aren't great in Alberta, man, from Topher. I think I'm probably aware of, you know, I love this province. I talk to people from all different parts of the province on a daily basis. I'm well aware of what perspectives are out there. Uh I'm an Oilers fan, but I'd be sad to see Calgary goal. Looking forward to tonight's game from David up in high level. David, is the zoo, I've asked this before, is the zoo still around at high level? I was up at high level two summers ago for a day and a half up in uh, La Crete. So I, I think the zoo's gone. You can text us at 630, 630. Uh, V says, Bob, if you remove Leon Drysaddle's first season when the Oilers kept them when they shouldn't have, Drysaddle compares to Eichel and Matthews point per game. He's a fantastic player, and it blows my mind that more people don't see that from B. So that's a bit of a uh, summation of some of the texts we've got on our Westlock Ford text line over the last hour and a half. Without further ado, let's go to Todd McClellan's availability today down at the Saddle Dome. We both have a lot to play for. I just don't think that the Flames do. Obviously, they're fighting for a playoff position or not, but um, we've got a lot of things that we need to accomplish as a team. And as far as the spoiler roll goals, I think any time that you uh, you bring that up as a team, you haven't had the season that you needed to have. So uh, it's just about us trying to get better and playing uh, a good, strong game moving forward against one of our rivals. What are some of the factors that have gone into the recent success of 
know, I've been asked that question a number of times, and it uh, it varies from night to night. The games of have moved around. One team has a quick start, the other team doesn't. Special teams come into play, goaltending some nights. We've been able to get leads and hold on. We've been able to come from behind. Uh, so I don't think there's one set pattern that really describes um, our play or their play against each other. It's uh, often circumstances and often uh, one goal swing one way or the other. Do you find it important, Todd, to control the Battle of Alberta? You've been in Edmonton now three years. Is it important, five around the city, being on the plus side of that ledger? Well, I think that's a, you know, there's a nat- natural yes answer to that question. Um, they're, they're our rival. They, uh, we share the province, uh, two very proud franchises and organizations, um, you know, and, and to have success against your rival is important. But, uh, you know, you've got to also equate that into seasonal success. And uh, right now they have a chance to continue their season. We don't. So uh, it, it really is catch-22. And for us, it's it's a one um, one event night, if you will. It's not about the, the five or six games that have happened over the past 16, 17 months. Uh, it's about what we can accomplish here tonight as a group to, to improve. What did you like about the last three games, your homestand, that you want to see carried forward here this week? Well, our special teams have risen to the occasion where they've been uh, generally struggling for long periods we've been able to win games because of them lately uh, be it the power play or the penalty kill and uh, I know tonight that'll come into play at some point as well we'll have to be uh, strong in those areas uh, I think that Cam Talbot's playing some of his best hockey uh, all season he's been a very calming influence in the net for us anytime we've had breakdowns he's been able to get the saves and, and also manage the game a little bit get us a rest get us a whistle when we needed it so uh, those have been two big factors David obviously is does he deserve um, some talk about the heart now with the run? Absolutely. Um, you know, and the uh, the discussion out there will will be well. The Oilers aren't. Uh, aren't uh, going to make the playoffs so uh, he shouldn't be considered I disagree with that uh, without him we'd be in big trouble and uh, you know he's been the heartbeat of our team all year when you look at the type of numbers he's put up um, throughout the season he deserves to be talked in that same breath um, he also played quite sick for almost a month where uh, his play dropped a little bit we had to cut his minutes back uh, but that's a, a good sign of a leader, and, and I think he's been tremendous, uh, especially from Christmas on. What do you incrementally see in terms of the gains that he's made year over year? Because we were gushing about him last year at this time, and we're gushing about him again. But as a coach, what do you see as the biggest strides he's made in his development as a professional? Well, believe it or not, I'm probably going to talk on the defensive side of the, the puck. And, um, you know, we know his speed, we know his ability to take defensemen on one-on-one, and all his offensive gifts are are growing he's understanding what the opposition's uh, like but uh, the defensive play we've matched him up against some of the team's top lines down the stretch and, and his um, ability to play on the other side of the puck and break plays up has uh, has gotten better and we believe it can continue to get better uh, he's really becoming a, a complete MVP in the in the league. All right, that's Todd McClellan talking about Connor McDavid, who's third in the league in scoring with 84 points, four points behind Nikita Kucherov, and three points behind of Jenny Malkin. McDavid's got 14 games left. Uh, the Penguins have 12 games left, and Tampa Bay has 13 left. Of note, uh, so Matthew Kachuk out for the Flames, Oscar Clefbaum out for the Oilers, Chris Stewart 
will draw in for Calgary along with Nick Shore. They'll pull Mark Jankowski out. Uh, Michael Backlund and Sean Monahan also missed practice yesterday for maintenance days. Uh, McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Pontus Aberg. Drysaddle with Lucic and Camilleri again, the 900th game for uh, Camilleri. Strom with Pugliarvi and Slepeshev. They've been together now several games. Kara with uh, Kajula and Cassian Nurse with Larson Russell. With Ethan Bear, who will play his sixth NHL game tonight, his first road game. Andre Sekarath, Matthew Benning, Cam Talbot, save percentage has gone from uh, 898 to 906 here over the last little while. Remember, we mentioned, uh, I don't know, about uh, two months ago uh, that uh, if the Oilers were going to make a run, they were going to need um, they were going to need to uh, have Talbot's save percentage get up to 910. He's now up to 906. The best pizza in the city still make it a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza has been Edmonton-owned and operated for 40, uh, 38-plus years. 48-plus years. 48-plus years for Royal Pizza. Stop for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean. I forgot how. I'm like, uh, 48 years. Yeah. 48 years for Royal Pizza now. Uh, they've got a brand-new spot out in Spruce Grove. They've got a second location in Sherwood Park. Everything at Royal is real. And the Stoffer recommendation on a Tuesday, the meat lovers. All right. Connor McDavid. This conversation coming up. Jack Michael's kind enough to send in the audio. And he uh, starts by talking about uh, the Oilers' three-game win streak. It's definitely nice. Winning's fun, and we've said that all along. And, um, you know, it's something that we're looking to do here for the last 14, and, and uh, just trying to enjoy our time. Uh, obviously, we understand where we're at, and we're not going to be where we want to go, but um, you know, we still have fun and win games. In your mind, is part of it also laying a certain foundation and rebuilding some confidence for next year? I think uh, for sure. I think it goes back to my first year where we were kind of in the same position where we were out of it and, and uh, the last 15 games, 20 games, and, and uh, you know, we found a way to play some good hockey and, and you know, no one checked out and, and uh, he came back and he saw the kind of year that we had the, the following year. So looking to do the same here. Connor, I think there's a bit of a misconception about you shooting the puck more. I, I kind of went back and looked, and sure enough, don't let the facts get in the way of good story. It's about a half a shot per game from this 20-game segment to the last 20-game segment. So I'd ask you, what is the difference? Do you find yourself in the kill zone more often, or is it just the age-old confidence? Once one goes in, more seem to. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is, to be honest. Um, you know, I think... Uh just trying to find ways to score and, and, and different ways to score. I think um, you know, in today's day and age, I mean, it's so tight checking that you know, scoring goals is not easy. And, and uh, when you get in around the net, you got to make your shot and make it count. And, and sometimes it doesn't have to be the most perfect shot in the world either. I think with the goalies nowadays, they're so good and you know, they're expecting a uh, you know, perfect shot that sometimes these, these ones that come in a little bit slower, um, you know, kind of off-balance shots, they, they kind of get fooled by them. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. And, and uh, lucky for me, I've been finding a way to do it. Power play penalty kill have picked it up significantly in the last few weeks. Any discernible reason why from your vantage point? Definitely been a focus on it. We've, we focused on it all year, but uh, you know, over the last little bit here, uh, you know, maybe 10 games, we've, we've definitely made uh, a vested interest in, in raising our numbers and, and, and building a little bit of steam for next year. And, and um, 
Uh, you look at the penalty kill, it's been great over the last you know, five, six games, and, and at home too, where you know, we've struggled most. So, uh, power play, um, you know, still some areas to go, but we found a way to cash in on two last games, so we'll take that. Finally, a quick word on Nuge on your left wing. What were your impressions? I mean, it's only one game, but what do you see there? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, he's a guy that, that's had a great year. You know, honestly, he's been so good this year, and, and uh, you know, his defensive game, you look at how that's developed, uh, you know, since he's come to the league, I think uh, he's probably one of, the, one of the best defensive forwards in the game now, and, and uh, to be able to play with him, as a full 200-foot game, it makes it special to to, to to be able to play with that and, and know that he's got your back, uh, not only in the D zone, but in the O zone as well. That's Jack Michaels in conversation with Connor McDavid. Portions of Oilers Now brought to you by our friends at World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. Receive two times year miles reward miles on your flooring purchases. World Floor Coverings, where they know a little about hockey and a lot about flooring. It is 147 in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames tonight. Flames, by the way, do not have a number one nor a number two pick coming up in this year's entry draft. Uh, they uh, they got a heck of a prospect, though, in Yuso Valimaki, defenseman playing for Bob Torrey in Tri-City. Uh, Valimaki this year, 13 goals, 38 points in 39 games. Last year, 19 goals, 61 points in 60 games. He's a big puck-moving defenseman, Finnish kid. He's pretty good. The Oilers, by the way, got Kyler Yamamoto at number 22 in last year's draft. Uh, Yamamoto, 21 goals, 62 points, 39 games, plus 24. Uh, since returning from the World Junior Championships, 26 games uh, Yamamoto has played. He's got 19 goals, 31 assists. That's uh, 50 points in... Uh, 27 games, and he's plus 26, so he's played quite well since coming back from uh, the World Juniors. Tyler Benson, by the way, of the Vancouver Giants, now up to 26 goals, 67 points in 56 games for Vancouver, who are pushing for a playoff spot. They're going to make it. 148 in Edmonton, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and this day in Oilers history, still to come. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 151 in Edmonton. Let's go to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Got the Oilers Now road trip package to Europe. You can register at NewWestTravel.com. March 13, 1984. I was in grade 12 at Harry Ainley Composite High School. The uh, Oilers beat Quebec 6-5 in overtime. Wayne Gretzky picks up point number 900 for his career in just his 385th game. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And, I, yeah, I know guys already texting. Stauffer, you in grade 12 in 1984, 1985, and 1986. Yes, grade 12, the best three years of my life. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, we've got the Oilers now roadie to Sweden and Germany. We'll see the Oilers playing Europe this fall. To register, reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. All right, let's uh, hear 
from Ryan Nugent Hopkins, again, who will play left wing tonight with Connor McDavid and Pontus Eberg. Ryan, you've had a, a game now uh, to, to play with Connor McDavid uh, as well as Pontus Aberg, but also to play on the wing. How? When's the last time, uh, other than maybe a, a few shifts at the World Cup, where you consistently played at wing and not at center? Um, yeah, I don't know if it's uh, if I've ever really uh, started on the wing uh, in the NHL, and if I have, it's only been uh, for a short amount of time. But it didn't take too long to get used to it and get into the groove. I mean, it is a little bit different. Um, you just have a tendency to go down and help out the D-man and, um, and play that low position. But um, that was probably the biggest change and uh, not getting puck focused in our own zone and uh, really having to watch the D-man, especially against an active uh, defensive team like uh, Mini and even Calgary coming up. So i got to prepare for that. And uh, once, once I get to get used to that, then uh, I started to, feel, uh, started to feel better out there. You're, a, you're an entrenched uh, veteran uh, with the Oilers, uh, you know, a very important player for the team. But do you see this as a bit of an opportunity to maybe showcase what you can do? Do you, do you look at it that way, or, or how do you sort of interpret uh, the opportunity that's there? Um, well, I mean, yeah, obviously he's, uh, he's probably the best player in the league, and um, so you get a chance to play with somebody like that, no matter uh, how long you've been playing in the league. Uh, it's still exciting. Um, I mean, I, I see myself as a, a good two-way player, but um, playing with him, you get a lot of offense. I mean, we uh, uh, we had a lot of chances. Uh, we got a couple, but um, definitely could have got definitely could have got some more. So it's it's definitely fun uh, fun playing with them. And- I uh, look forward to it uh, the next couple of days. Well, what I noticed, uh, and it happened late in the first period, is there was a short cycle in their zone where both players went to Connor. It opened up a window for you. And I know there's been a lot of times where you've been the guy uh, in, in years past, being basically asked to, to drive the line. And I'm just wondering if it maybe changes a bit. And it's not to disrespect you in any way, shape, or form. I mean, he's just such an explosive player. Leading, I mean, he might end up leading the league in points again this year. They have to focus on him. Out, and it's in that and as a result of that, does that create some windows for you to maybe uh, uh, generate some offense as well? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, obviously um, whenever he's on the ice, the other team has to be aware and uh, be really focused on him. And uh, So like you said, it does open things up, but um, I, I couldn't focus too much on like, um, I know he's he's the guy you want to have the puck, but when you start, to th- I, I almost was thinking about that too much to start the game. Once we just kind of got into the rhythm um, and just started to play and uh, uh, be natural out there. That's when things started to open up better. And, um, I just need to play play the way that I play, and then, uh, it opens up things for him, and uh, vice versa too. You've uh, you've been a really uns- unselfish player during your time at Edmonton, and uh, accepted uh, whatever they've. I mean, your first year, you're, you ran the first unit power play. Uh, as time has gone on, you've committed yourself to a 200 foot game, uh, and, and I know the coaches value that. When when they communicated to you. Hey, we're going to try you in this position. How does that? If you can, you share some insight into in terms of how that conversation uh, goes. Um, yeah, it was kind of. I mean, it wasn't wasn't much. I mean, uh, uh, I just talked about a little bit, uh, maybe trying me on the wing with him, and 
um, I was obviously open to it, and um, it's just something that uh, right now it's, it's. I think it's good to try different things, try different looks, and see what works and what doesn't. Um, this is the time to do it, and um, so yeah, it's uh, maybe it's an experiment, but uh, we're gonna have fun with it and uh, go out there and, uh, and and play our best. I mean, it's, uh, and like I said, it was a lot of fun playing with the last game. All right, Calgary coming up. You've won seven straight games against the Flames. Any reason why? Um, I don't know. I mean, whether we just get up more for it. I mean, we know that it's a, it's a good rivalry, or we just kind of have their number right now. I know when I first came in, uh, I was kind of the opposite. So, I mean, uh, for whatever reason, uh, it can uh, switch back and forth. But uh, we got to put the pressure on them early in the game and uh, uh, try to suck the life out of that building. And um, I mean, we've, we've had some really good starts in there in the past, uh, especially uh, this year. We had a really good one. Um, we got to find a way to maintain that 60 for the 60 minutes. But um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's 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 been working so far against them. So we just got to keep it going. Well, that shows you what kind of teammate Ryan Nugent Hopkins is. We have to maintain it for 60 minutes. The last time that the Oilers played here, they built up a 6-1 lead early in the third period. Smith got chased. David Riddick had to come in, turn the puck over to Maroon back behind the goal. That made it 6-1. But then Laurent Brassois had a bad case of the yips and gave up three ugly goals that got Calgary back in it at 6-5 before Nugent Hopkins banked one into the empty net uh, to make it a 7-5 victory for Edmonton. It's going to be a kicker tonight. The City Ford Faceoff show is at 5.30 Edmonton time with Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. I'll be back tomorrow from Rogers Place with uh, Craig Simpson as one of our guests as the Oilers get ready to take on the San Jose Sharks. Up next, a 6.30 Chet News Weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. I'll rejoin you at 5.30 from the Saddle Dome. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.